This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD or CBD distillate tends to be more potent and last longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors, uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. So if this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Create a Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Hello, Governor! <laughs> yes, we're headed to Britain for this special bonus episode of Headlock Talk, where we'll be talking about progress wrestling. Yes, support independent wrestling. Yeah, that was great. Finn Balor's got great music. He does. He really does. Yeah. It's a great effect. It is, yeah. Yeah. We don't even need like a soundboard. Yeah, we're probably like freaking the crap out of you guys. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, first of all. Welcome. Yes, to yet another bonus episode of Headlock Talk. Oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> also, bonus. Bonus. Yes. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> um, yes. This week's bonus episode. Well, I guess I should probably tell you who I am. Hmm. Hmm. I think they know at this point. But I mean, maybe but they, might as well. you don't know. Um, yeah, I am of course the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and right across from me here. Looking quite spiffy. Oh, thanks. Yeah, the, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Howdy. Howdy, a Stephen. Yes. Howdy, Tanner. Yes. It's It's been a long day, man. We've we yeah. had a lot of Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. Tip, hey. of the, tip of the hat to Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. They're great. Yeah. You well, got to get in on Saturday because they're closed tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's a, a whole thing. It's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, they're gonna think the listeners are gonna think we're doing whippets now. So yeah, I think we real. should probably stop. <laughs> um, no, but like I'll tell you this about Chick Fil A, man. If you got a Chick Fil A near you, look. If you haven't had that mac and cheese, it's bomb, dude. Just sub out the fries just once and try out that mac and cheese because that that stuff, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really really good. Yes, yeah, it's quite tasty. Yeah, now they got that thirty count nuggets. 
Yeah, I I thought about it for a hot minute, man. Now that I had those those strips instead of the the yeah yeah, and then I had the strips are really good too. They're like very they're super mm-hmm. um like peppery. Yeah, I dig it. Well, they they had some kind of other spice on them. Today, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's not like, the main. Eh. It's it's like not the main right. Uh, uh, spice. I mean, I could probably get down on thirty nuggets just on my own. Oh yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. See, like, I usually get the 12 count nugget and a sandwich. Yeah. Um, if I don't get the sandwich, I'll get the 30 count nugget. Mm. But uh, I'll tell you one thing that does bother me about the 30 count nugget, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They put it in a plastic um, little, like, container, right? Yeah. And it, it really, like, it doesn't let any steam out. Uh, and so it, uh, it gets really soggy. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why when I order wings, like, from, like, Favor or, like, um, I don't know insert you know <laughs> food delivery service here yeah doordash whatever um i always have to order doordash oh yeah well there you go uh, <laughs> i always have to order my wings extra crispy or extra well done yeah. because i know for a fact a those wings are coming in pretty um pretty soft already right right but then like you've got the added element of like hey i'm taking it to go and it's probably going to be in somebody's car in a sealed container for at least 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. See, that's actually a really good idea, getting mm-hmm. extra crispy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. I'll have to try yeah. that. Plus, if you keep that extra crispiness on there, you know, you get a nice occasional little crunch with your, your, your skin. Yeah. You yeah. know. Mm. Well, they also, uh, they'll heat up better, too, if you save them for later. Yes, so. they yeah. will. This is this is a fact. Mm-hmm. Headlock but, Talk PSA. Yeah. <laughs> Order your wings crispy. Extra crispy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed, mm. but this show is not about food. No, I wish it was. Maybe we maybe we should start a maybe we should food talk. Man, I uh, <laughs> I know my foods. Hey, I, I get excited about my foods, I, man. I, I think we could pull that off. Yeah. You know, Tropic Thunder reference. There. M- maybe a <laughs> maybe a, another bonus episode for another time, dude. Talk, I'm down. Talk about food. I'm down. <laughs> you talk about your famous hot wings. Ooh, yes, I do have good wings. They, I will. Like I don't like hot wings. Yeah. Your hot wings. Mm. Hey, that 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 touches the heart right here. That's great. That's I, great. I, I take pride in, yeah. in in my cooking. Yeah, that sopapilla cheesecake. Oh yeah. man, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Tanner's world famous sopapilla cheesecake. Man, that it's yeah, that, it's something special, man. Yeah, it the, really is. The sopapilla it's, gentleman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, sopapilla is a. It's a uh, it's Mexican a, donut, basically. Me- yeah, it's a, it's a Mexican um, uh, kind of like I wouldn't call it like a croissant, but it's definitely like a Mexican bread dessert. It's a, it's like a pastry kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, uh, like, that's perfect pastry. Yeah. You got yeah. some cinnamon sugar, usually and some, cinnamon sugar and some, some honey. honey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, add that into a cheesecake, mm-hmm. and uh, by golly, you're gonna have a good time. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. <laughs> well then see it's funny we we were like no we can't talk about food and then we kept talking we kept, about food. kept talking about it yeah anyways <sighs> all right <laughs> you know that almost sounds like uh that that little uh vocal thing that they do in uh the intro to alistair black's uh music yeah that, <laughs> that thing you know yes yeah yeah anyways <laughs> Maybe we can get on with this bonus episode at some point if I stop tangenting. Yeah, you know, we just kept talking. It's all right. I'm down with it. Yeah. Um, but we did come to you today with a purpose, yes. dear listeners. Yes. Yes. Um, we continue our bonus series. Bonus. Yes, indeed. Um, we've been talking about PWG's Battle of Los Angeles from this uh, past year, 2019, and uh, yeah. It was fine. It was good. Yeah. Good set of shows. Yeah, yeah. it was good. There's mm-hmm. some really good matches in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in our continuation of supporting independent wrestling, we want to come to you with one of our favorite wrestling promotions, Progress Wrestling. Yes. 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 Progress and, is great. Yes. Progress is so good. Really, my uh, Progress is was my introduction to independent wrestling. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, and, and Progress has had such an amazing share of talent come through their doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the last nine years, it's been quite outstanding, really. 
Um, you know, I mean, you've got people like Marty Skrull and Zack Sabre Jr., um, who really um, are, are kind of like the godfathers uh, of, of British independent wrestling in, in a lot of ways, and, and they were kind of like the, the godfathers of progress wrestling, it, it, um, all the same, really. Uh, so you do get, um, I mean, just that level of you know stardom right there is right. worth paying attention to. Um, but, I mean, yeah, over the years you've had guys like Ciampa, Gargano, uh, Samoa Joe's come through their door. Another person that I uh, will actually another few people that we will list off for you here uh, uh, in today's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this really all kind of began with one man, Jim Smallman. Uh, now, Jim Smallman, he is a uh, comedian <laughs> uh, who started out, uh, you know, just out of the love of Japanese strong style wrestling, and in turn created progress wrestling uh which is uh, a british take on strong style and, mm-hmm. and technical wrestling um also uh, there's heavy influence of king's road wrestling which is a, another version of of, of japanese uh, style and approach um more known from the uh, all japan uh, promotion as opposed to new japan which is strong style um Progress also you, the first thing that you'll probably see or or feel from Progress when watching their shows is uh well it, just of how um we've used this term before but how punk rock Progress is mm-hmm. no guardrails you know the fans obviously get to participate a lot there's mm-hmm. a lot of singing a lot of chanting from the the British uh, crowd mm-hmm. um, interactions with the wrestlers in the crowd yep interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just all sorts of, of good stuff. Right? Yeah, it, it just has a, a very real feel, feel to it. Yeah. You know, like... Very uh, DIY. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, WWE go, goes for more uh, of like a larger-than-life uh, kind of feel to it, uh, and that's cool. You know, that, like I, I grew up with that. that. That's the style to have, you know, AEW's emulated that as well. Um, but something about progress, man, like that, that first time you... You alluded to it uh, having a punk rock feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it just cemented like that's the that's the perfect word for it. Yeah. it it's just very real. It, it's very everyman. Uh, very the, the venues are smaller. The crowds are smaller. Yes, all that that you would associate with independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about progress that just has that vibe. Yeah, and uh, I, I really think it's it's the fans. Yeah, it's it's definitely the fans. It's it's the fans. It's the wrestlers. It's Jim Smallman himself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the storytelling that they they give you. Um, Yeah, it's just high quality stuff uh, overall. Mm -hmm. Now, um, that said, Jim Smallman had been the face of progress wrestling for uh, nearly 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. at one point, uh, towards the end of that run, he was d- splitting time between both doing progress and also doing production work for WWE's NXT UK. Mm-hmm. NXT UK emulates a ton of stuff from progress. Mm-hmm. And, and rightfully so. I mean, if you've got Jim Smallman, he he's trying to get lightning to strike twice. You know, um, but... Hey, you, you know it's 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 sometimes has worked and sometimes it hasn't worked. It right. just depends on what you're looking for. Mm. Some people really enjoy NXT UK, and to those who do, I sincerely invite you to check out Progress. Yeah, definitely. Now, because of all the stress of doing all this, Jim Smallman has since stepped away from Progress Wrestling. I believe his last show was Chapter 100, so he stayed around for all the chapters up to 100, and then split after that. Now he's WWE UK, uh, NXT UK full-time. Mm-hmm. But he left us with a little a little fun video on YouTube that Progress put out, and it is Jim Smallman's top 10 Progress matches uh, of his time being there. And, uh, yeah, uh, this is quite the list, Stephen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all of these matches range from... I mean, they're they're all, they just start at great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, a, a man like Jim Smallman, he knows his wrestling. Yeah, and, and being as high up as he was in, in progress, I mean, there, there's really, I can't think of a more uh, of a person more qualified to make a list like this. 
you know, uh, honestly. I mean, he's he's been there from the very beginning, uh, seen hundreds and hundreds of matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, props to him for for even being able to to put this list together with all of the all of like, the just the sheer and, amount of matches that he's seen. Yeah, with everything that he's seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I will say. Um, based on this list and and based on the matches that we've seen so far, some of these are obviously um, very high quality matches. Mo- I would say mostly all of them are high, are are you know more than above average matches. Um, but I think some are also just significant moments of uh, just his time in progress, and that's why some of these also make the list. Right um, now. Today, we are covering numbers 10 through 6, just to give you a little bit of a, just a wet your, wet your whistle, wet your whistle, wet your whistle, wet your appetite a little <laughs> bit uh, for numbers 5 through 1, which will be on next week's bonus episode. Bonus. Bonus. All right. Uh, that's the last time we'll do that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't promise them things you can't keep. <laughs> this is true. I, I might save it for later. Um, so, with that said, uh, Jim Smallman's top 10 progress matches of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, we start off at number 10 with a really kind of a dream match in a lot of ways here. Uh, you see, um, I, I think it was around 2018... Progress was on tour here in the U.S. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> um, they went to some some big places like New York City, which uh, we'll talk about one of those matches I've, here. I've heard of that. Next week. Um, <laughs> yes, you have heard of New York City? Yeah. It was a joke that didn't land. Move on. Move on. <laughs> it, it, it like hit me like right after the fact. Yeah. I was like, he didn't like that. Let's, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, New York, Chicago, uh, you know, some of these other places, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah those are cities. <laughs> um, but one special match happened here uh, in Seattle. Well, we're not in Seattle, but yeah. it happened in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, the team of British Strong Style, which would have been Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, and Trent Seven taking on, of course, Mexablood, mm-hmm. Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace. Yeah, so mm. this lineup kind of gives you an idea of what Tanner was kind of talking about. Just the the sheer amount of talent that has been through the doors of progress. And we're only on number 10, y'all. <laughs> and, and there's six huge guys right there. Yes. Well, not not like size-wise, but... Yeah, they're, they're big. In, in reach and influence. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're they're a big deal. Yes, big deal. Yes. for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, these are this is a a dream match and, and really a clash of styles because mm. European wrestling is much different. I would say if if you guys do watch the NXT UK, which I mean I, I recommend that you do, you know if you can. Uh, European wrestling is quite different from the American based wrestling. It's a lot more technical heavy, mm. and you know they, they it's got its own you know kind of nuances, right? But at the same time. You've got Mexa Blood, and uh, you know all three of those guys are highly, highly skilled luchadors. Yes, yeah, definitely. So you know, it's very much a a clash of styles. Um, You had quite a good bit of, I would say, I would say maybe about a third of this match was really actually comedy driven. Yeah, yeah, I had that written in my notes. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons I like the match so much. Uh, I had written in here. It almost had something for everybody, you know, like literally depending on what point of the match you were watching, you could be seeing something completely different. Like you had said, maybe the first third of the match was kind of like a comedy uh, type match. Yeah. Um, But then just out of nowhere, it became like a real, real match, got super competitive and a lot of really, really good moves going on. So, I, I mean, there was single stuff. Going mm-hmm. on, there there was really big tag moves. There was the lucha stuff. There was British strong style stuff. Like yeah, the, 
depending on where you were watching in the match, you're almost going to get a different match and a completely different feel, which was really cool. Yes, and uh, I want to accentuate something that you had just brought up. The tandem tag team offense in this match is off the charts. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, some of the best high-quality tandem tag team offense that you will possibly see in wrestling in general, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, and that just speaks to the volume of how crazy this match is. Um, this um, this took, takes place in Seattle, as I previously mentioned, and the uh, the arena that they used, the, the venue, was, was significantly smaller than even what Progress generally uses. It doesn't look like there there was... Uh, Which is uh, already a fairly small arena. Right. There wasn't a ton of people there, um, but man, that crowd was super appreciative, mm-hmm. super loud, and they they also really made the match really high quality, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we talked about the, you know, the crowd uh, at progress matches and just the the rabidness uh, of some of these fans. Just mm-hmm. diehard loyalty and uh, definitely respect for that. And, uh, like, honestly, some of these matches, like, they feel bigger than, mm. like, a Raw match, even. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Raw has a, this huge arena. And, of course, like, even if the crowd's not cheering, you get that many people in an arena and you're going to have background noise. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, like, the background noise of some Raw matches where mm. they're, the crowd's really not into it almost hinders the match, in a way. Yeah. Uh, whereas Progress... They're chanting, they're screaming, they're clapping. You know, they're they're jumping out of their seats. Like they're they're. It's, it's the most diehard of most diehard fans. Absolutely, yeah. yeah like it, it elevates any match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This was a spectacular match. Um, uh, I won't spoil the results for you guys because I I do highly encourage you to go and actually subscribe to Progress Wrestling, which is only ten bucks a month. You can definitely afford it. Um, uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, I gave this match, uh, actually, I gave it an A-. minus. It was a spectacular match. A-. minus. Mm, mm-hmm. Look at that. Very good match. Yeah, I mean, uh, something for everybody. The, what a what a good match to start off the top ten, honestly. Yeah, I, w- I would certainly say so, for sure. Um, and, and things only really heat up even more from there, because number nine on our, uh, on our list here uh, is from Progress Chapter 24, uh, which was, um, uh, I'm sorry, not Progress Chapter 24, Progress, tra- progress Chapter 19, uh, which, ironically enough, is actually um, part of the first ever Super Strong Style 16 tournament. Um, so if you're familiar with uh, all sorts of other wrestling tournaments, this is a single elimination uh, type tournament uh, where uh, it's, it's usually done over the course of either two or three days. And um, yeah, the ultimately the winner gets a, a, a championship title shot at uh, at the champion. Mm-hmm. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so this took place on night two of chapter nineteen uh, of of that first ever uh, super strong style sixteen tournament. We have Zack Saber Jr. again, one of the godfathers of progress wrestling, taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Rematch. Who was uh, who was well on his way to signing that NXT uh, contract? So mm-hmm. yes, another dream match here. Um, a lot of the match here, I think, focused strongly on Zack Saber Jr. attacking the arms of Tommaso Ciampa, while Ciampa was trying to just be um, as brutal as possible. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really like the story of the match because they they booked. Uh... Uh, obviously, it's Zack Sabre Jr., so you don't even have to book him this way. But yeah. he, he was booked as the best technical wrestler in the world, right? Yeah. And I, I think the story of the match really played that super well because, like you said, uh, pretty much the story of the match was uh, Zack trying to go for that arm bar continuously over and over again. Mm-hmm. Every single time, Ciampa finds some way to wiggle out of it and, and get to the ropes for the break. Yeah. Uh, all the while, in the offense that he can get in, like you said, just doing some brutal brutal moves like there there was one where he he had uh he he almost had him in like a gut wrench uh and then he just like fell down and zach's like neck hit the turnbuckle on the way down ah uh, yeah that was a really brutal move there, there was spots on the ring apron blah 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 um 
but but the the story of the match with uh you know Zach trying to go for that armbar every single time and just man it, it was just really good yeah it it was a a very good match of an interesting clash of styles here between these two uh they would actually go on to have a series of three matches um uh one of them being actually a two out of three falls match now I do know this here is Jim Swalman's pick uh, for you know, uh, many many reasons, uh, Tomas Champa would actually have several opponents in um, progress during his time there, but no rivalry was probably as great for him as uh, uh, Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, they. I mean, they just work really well together. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. uh, I I always say this, um, but like they win it. Like it, it was the match that I would expect right. from the two of them. You know what I mean? Right. Now, I will make note of this. This is the first match between these two. I personally prefer their match from Progress Chapter 24, uh, which is, um, I I think, a bit more hard-hitting, a bit more strong style, and there's a lot of callbacks also to the first match that they had. Nice. Um, So I do prefer that one, personally. But I can see why Jim would put this match here, too. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up giving this a uh, da, 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 an A minus. Yeah, A minus as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I would say just in general, check out their three matches that they had in that series. I think it. I think it actually is chapter nineteen, chapter twenty four, and then the two out of three falls match is. I think it's chapter thirty six or thirty seven. I know it's called. Uh, We're gonna need a bigger room again. Right on. Um, so yeah, check those out there. High quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you you guys are kind of going to catch on to a theme that like all of these matches are like B plus to A plus. Right. You, you know, like they're they're all going to be great. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of which, uh, number eight on our list also happened during a super strong style sixteen tournament. Uh, this was, of course, um, actually a couple of years after the Champa and um, Zack Sabre Jr. match. Uh, this would actually be uh, Matt Riddle versus Jeff Cobb God. in a quarterfinals match um, at Super Strong Style 16. Um, yeah, goodness. Um, straight away, Ma- uh, Matt Riddle goes for like an elevated knee, like almost pretty much like a V trigger, basically. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff Cobb like just dodges out of the way. He's like, "Whoa, what the heck, man?" Yeah, because <laughs> oh, the you know the the commentators are talking about are talking up like how Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle are good friends. They're a tag team uh, throughout American Independent Wrestling. Uh, PWG, you know, obviously is is the one that comes to my mind first. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chosen Bros. Um, so it was like, yeah, like that just set the tone for the intensity of the match. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, with, <laughs> this one's kind of hard just cause like, it, just watch it. Like it's freaking great. Like this was definitely yeah. my favorite match that, that we watched today in, in my opinion. Um, big fan of Jeff Cobb, big fan of Matt Riddle, seeing Matt Riddle in, uh, Somewhere other than NXT is nice too because I've only seen him in NXT. Uh, mm. I, I've seen like a handful of his stuff from like the independent circuit, but most of my Matt Riddle knowledge is from NXT. So seeing him in a different environment, especially a progress environment, which has, like we said, great fans, just really elevates the atmosphere of it too. And, and just seeing someone like Matt Riddle, who he's in great shape. Yeah. But you take a look at Jeff Cobb, and you're like, that man should not be able to suplex him. Yeah. That man should not be able to manhandle Jeff Cobb. Yeah. But he does. And he does it throughout the entire match. Um, I don't know. This was really hard-hitting stuff. Mm-hmm. Very stiff strikes. Very... Uh, very good just wrestling acumen from both men in general. Obviously, you know, uh, Jeff Cobb's an Olympian. Matt Riddle is a very skilled uh, mixed martial artist, uh, highly skilled mixed martial artist. Uh, so th- this made uh, a, just a good contest between both men here. Um, good submission work, good slams. Yeah, just just really good stuff overall. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just all around good. 
Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, this is one of those matches, you know, I I personally always, I just won't shut up about it. I always complain about, like, matches being too long, you know? Mm. Um, but this is one of those matches where, like, I have no clue how long it was because I was just in it, like, the entire time. Right. You know? So, I think I think that's the sign of a great match. Is it absolutely. Does, it, you, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It It's, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're sucked in completely yeah right? i mean whether the match is three minutes whether it's 30 minutes if i'm sucked in the entire time it was a worthwhile amount of time no matter what yeah. you know and, and this match definitely did that for me yeah i i would certainly agree um i gave this match an a straight up a a plus dang no notes the it's i i, I will agree with you in saying that this was probably also my favorite match that we mm-hmm. watched today yeah it, it was just really really good yeah, you can. I have no complaints about this yeah. match whatsoever. It, it's hard to, you know, because part of our job is, is being critical uh, of matches, um, and and it's hard to to commentate matches like this because it's just like, it's it's good. Watch yeah. it, like yeah. it's great. I don't have anything else to say, you know. Right. Uh, no, yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm definitely giving this an A. Um, let's see here, number seven on the list. Um, is an intriguing one here. Yes. It's it's from ch- actually uh, chapter thirteen of, from Progress. So we're going way, way, way back in in Progress history to nearly the beginning. And uh, this one here uh, also features Zack Saber Jr. This time his opponent Prince Devitt, also known as Finn Balor. Yes, indeed. Um, this match here. I think Jim may have picked this one just for historical purposes. Right. Because at the time, uh, Finn Balor, formerly known as Prince Devitt, uh, he is perhaps the biggest deal in all of wrestling. Um, they they gave the rundown of his you know his accomplishments and achievements, multi-time IWGP Tag Team Championship. Or, tag team champion, mm-hmm. multi-time IWGP junior heavyweight champion. They, they, they gave him the full rundown. That's the super juniors champion, you know, right. or winner, you know. Yeah. Multi-time. Yeah. Uh, best of super juniors winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, and, and the cool thing is he comes out dressed as the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, I, I think that, um, this match here also, um, I, I do like the match. I will say that it it starts hot, comes right out of the gate. Finn Balor is doing a lot of work. It's almost a match in re- in reverse because he starts out hitting finishers on on Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, yeah. But as the match progresses, it gets more technical and more hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty much exactly what you would think of as as far as it being a Zack Saber Jr. versus Finn Balor match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I do like your point, though, uh, saying that, you know, Jim might have picked this just for historical purposes. It's not a bad match at all. No, it, it's no. a good match. I yeah. did enjoy it. But at the same time, I would have, like, already I would have put probably 10, 9, and 8 over this one, you know? Interesting. Um, that being said, though, it's still a good match. Uh, like you said, probably, like, exactly what you would expect from these guys. Uh, for me personally, it did dip pretty heavily in the middle of the match. Mm. Uh, the beginning of the match, like you said, goes balls to the wall right out of the gate. Uh, but very quickly after that kind of dips, uh, it gets a little bit slower, which to each their own, that, that you know, yeah. that's not necessarily a, a bad thing. Uh, but it, it starts to dip, starts to slow down a little bit, and then towards the, the end of the match, it starts to really, really get up there. I'd say the the last half of the match is probably the better, um, the better part of it. Mm. Just a little long for me. Uh, other than that... Really solid match. It did feel a little bit long. I, I think that this is, is is one where you might find yourself easily distracted. Mm-hmm. Though, I mean, it, this match is well-deserved within progress lore. Yeah. Uh, just for, again, how significant it is. Getting somebody like Finn Balor on a show who is at the, you know, the height of his powers and coming in and facing off with a guy like Zack Sabre Jr. And he looked like a monster. Yeah. He looked like an absolute monster in that match. Mm-hmm. Especially being dressed as the, as the Joker. Yeah. I think that just added that extra element to it. But Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, he, he... And this is like... Has nothing to do with the match necessarily, but he nailed that makeup. Yes. That Joker makeup. Like, he did not just come out with a white face 
and red lipstick. Like mm-hmm. he he went ham on it, and it was yeah. perfect. Yeah, he got he had the whole suit jacket and everything. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was, it was great. Um, so yeah, I mean Finn Balor, uh, Prince Devitt, Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, very very good match. Um, I I actually continued here. Uh, I did give it an A minus. Yeah, uh, I also gave it an A minus. Oh wow! Um, I, I think it's. It's sitting probably right in the B plus A minus territory for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to give it the uh, the A minus instead of the B plus just because of the last half of the mm-hmm. match. I thought mm-hmm. was really really good. Um, if they kind of trimmed down that middle part a little bit, it'd mm-hmm. be even better. But I'm nitpicking. Like it's a good match. Watch it. Yeah, it's a good match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that is uh, number seven on our list. Uh, we will leave you guys here on this bonus episode with this final match here. And uh, I think Steven has some thoughts that he wants to give with this here. Um, you give your thoughts, I'll intru- and then I'll, I'll give mine. I'll thoughts. introduce the match. You, We can talk after Yeah, that. yeah. Um, this is actually from Progress Chapter... Uh, let me see here. Chapter 76, which is actually their show Hello Wembley, Progress's first match from Wembley Arena. Big mm. arena. Yeah, big arena, mm-hmm. large crowd. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the show is actually main evented by this match here at number six, Tyler Bate versus Valter for the Progress World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, indeed. Now, this takes place almost a year, uh, just, 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 just about a year before the match that they had uh, for NXT UK, which really blew people's socks off. Um, I would say that in general, I actually prefer the NXT UK version. I would most likely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, is slow and tedious at parts. Um, but, but it's really good storytelling because of, you know, the, just the, the sheer size difference. They, they have a very iconic shot of Tyler Bate and Walter, Going chest to chest with each other at the very beginning of the match, and it and and Tyler's looking straight up. Yeah, he's looking straight up at Walter. Walter's looking straight down at Tyler. Yeah. Um, and 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 there are some interesting optics because Walter's wearing all black. Uh, Pete, uh, not Pete Dunn. Tyler Bate rather is wearing um kind of yellowish gold kind of golden white yeah yeah yellowish gold white a little bit um it it looks very very similar to the uh, very historic hogan and andre shot from wrestlemania 3 right um so yeah i mean there there is something there Mm -hmm. um so tyler plays the um uh, very much the sympathetic baby face here, underdog baby face, Valter, the crushing large heel yeah. champion. Um, overall, it, I think it's a fine match. I think it's definitely very much a precursor to their NXT UK match. Um, uh, but, uh, Steven, I know you have some interesting thoughts, and uh, uh, I I think I think the listener would be interested in hearing what you yeah. have to say here. So the match is fine. Uh, let me just get that out of the way. Uh, I'm not trying to bury anybody in this match. I'm not trying to bury the match. I'm not trying to bury Volter. But I don't really get it with Volter. Huh? I know, I know, and, and I've kind of alluded to this in the past. Um, now I'm not saying that Walter's never had a good match because I've <gasps> I've seen good Walter matches, you know, like a hundred percent. But I don't know, man. Like I, I don't know what it is about Walter where everyone's just like, "Oh my God, did you see that Walter match? Like it was it was freaking insane." And I'm like, okay, well, you kind of had Tyler Bate in a headlock for like. 14 of the 36 minutes. So I don't know if it's that much. <laughs> I'm exaggerating for comedic effect and hyperbole, but Oh, nice word. Thank you. But like, I don't know. And, and I said this while we were watching the episode and, uh, I don't know. Like he's mm-hmm. just a high and you kind of alluded to this too. He's a high work rate Brock Lesnar. And yeah, I mean that in, Whatever way you think I mean it in. Yes, hmm. it, it is a positive thing. It is also a negative thing. Now, 
Brock is not a bad wrestler. He's just a boring wrestler. Mm. And <laughs> I, it's not that bad with Volter. No. But it's along those same lines for me. Mm. Now, like I said, he's a good wrestler. It's just like, it's not the most enticing thing in the world. You know what I mean? It's, okay. It's just boring at parts like it, yeah. that that's just how it is and, and i think uh a lot of walter matches have that moment in the match where it's just like okay i'm bored i think that there is a lot of merit to what you say and i think sometimes it is purposeful i will say that because right. some of the psychology that goes into walter's matches is knowing just how much significantly bigger he is than nine out of ten opponents that he might face. Mm-hmm. He's going to use that size advantage to and, and, and his literal body weight on you uh, for headlocks, submissions. He used an, uh, an STF in the match. He, yeah. he, he did a lot where he's trying to wear you down with his sheer size. Yeah. Now, he does give you... Uh, the big boot, and he does give you uh, lots of chops. He suplexes you around, all of this stuff. But yes, a lot of the psychology of Walter's matches is I'm going to put you in a hold, and I'm going to put my body weight on you. Which there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of people are really big fans of that style, right? But like, it's it's very old school. Like it's very 1940s and 50s and right. 60s wrestling. I just don't think. I'm bigger than you is a very enticing story for me, mm. personally. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, to each their own, like yeah. you said. Right, and, and again, I'm not trying to bury anyone here, you know, like, Walter mm. is a very talented wrestler, like, get at, get that out of the way. It's yeah. just, it doesn't really speak to me. I think that if given the opportunity, right, I, I, I'm not sure how much of Walter... Um, I, I can't speak to how much you've done on your own independent viewing, obviously. Um, but I think perhaps you would more, I guess, better enjoy perhaps a match where somebody can equal Valter in size and strength or at least capability. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, someone like Keith Lee, for example, um, I've seen good matches with Walter and Keith Lee. You know, maybe you know somebody like Tomohiro Ishii, perhaps that'd be great. Yeah. Um, even somebody like Matt Riddle, who could kind mm-hmm. of like he just could match Walter uh, with skill as opposed to size. I'd like to see a like maybe a Walter Drew McIntyre match. Yes, that'd be good. I I think I dropped that as a, a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to. Uh, Headlock Talks uh, After Dark 3.5 Staying Alive yep. as a suggestion. <laughs> um, yes, that match certainly needs to happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it all just depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, there, it, it takes a certain type of, type of person mm-hmm. for, to have uh, phenomenal matches with um, with Walter. Um, this is very much kind of like a a more high work rate version of Hogan versus Andre mm-hmm. than than anything else I would say, and um, uh, I would say also you know look at somebody like Zack Saber Jr. who also had a good series of matches with Walter, both in progress as well as other places. Zack Saber Jr. kind of used his his submission skills uh, to to really kind of um, I guess cause Walter a lot of problems, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, you know, Timothy Thatcher uh, is another opponent of of Walters who we will talk about at a later time. Yeah, who um, he he also matches Walter with technique and good groundwork. Um, it just really it just really depends. I think that Walter uh, does rise to the occasion. This one here, I, I would say, is for me as a Walter fan, uh, one that. Um, it doesn't nearly rise to the expectations. I think that this is a good match for the moment, right? right? Uh, big match feel for Wembley Arena, which is going to be their biggest show to date. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think it is actually a very good precursor to the better match that they had at NXT UK Cardiff. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe Valter's just not for me. You know, and I it, think I think he still is for you. I think you just need to find what you find that one match of his. Yeah, and I think I've shown this match to you, and we'll talk about it again at a later time. Maybe I need to watch it again. I think you need to watch it again. Okay, it's just okay. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to watch it again, kind of reignite the fire and my love for mm-hmm. for Volter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you think you do. I think you do. But that being said, yeah. um the match was good. Uh, yeah, it, was it was a fine match. It was um, certainly above average. Yeah, definitely above average. Uh it's very long. But I will say yes, I, I do agree hundred percent. I is, feel like I'm a broken record at this point. It it is quite a long match. I would say I think their their UK Cardiff match um was actually longer. I think so. Um but I think that the work rate and pacing of it was a lot higher as well. Yeah. Um, at no point in here did you see or think that Walter would get tired or worn down. But uh, there was a lot of comebacks and a lot of hope spots from Tyler Bate. So it made for an interesting watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gave this actually a B plus. Gave it a B. Mm, okay, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Steven, so far, your feel of Jim Smallman's top ten list, numbers 10 through 6. Good. I, I mean, yeah, the, these matches are really good. Um, I, I do like the fact that um, some of these matches might have been picked for the historical value. Right. Uh, I think is really cool, too. It's not just like, hey, here's 10 amazing matches. It, it's... Here's 10 of the most important matches to Jim Smallman, which I think is uh, kind of a more interesting list than than mm-hmm. a, a top 10 progress matches of all time list. So mm-hmm. I, I really like that for sure. And, you know, I'm getting to see a lot of my favorites in, in a setting that I normally don't see them in. So, yeah, I, w- I, w- I will definitely agree with you and say that in addition to that, if this was a top 10 progress matches of all time list, um, like the greatest progress matches. I think that three of these five would certainly be on the list. Mm-hmm. Maybe even just two of the five. Um, but um, I would certainly um, I, I I think that this is still a very good solid list so far. Yeah. Um, my list would probably be different by now, but I would say I would say at least the Matt Riddle Jeff Cobb matches on there, and oh, that match is so good. And and, and and I do think that the dream match between Mexa Blood and uh, uh, British Strong Styles on there, I may, I would maybe sub out the Chapter 19 match with Ciampa and Zack Sabre Jr. for the Chapter 24 match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, it just kind of depends on what you feel about Finn Balor and Zack Sabre Jr.'s match or the Valter and, and Tyler Bate match, mm-hmm. right? All of these... Again, withstanding, uh, besides our reviews, are good matches. Yeah. I highly recommend checking out all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all personal preference. You know, like, if, yeah. if you sat down and made a top 10 uh, progress match list, and I sat down and did the same thing, our list probably would be different. You know, yeah. it, it's all subjective. It's all matter of opinion. And, and that's what's really beautiful about wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, progress wrestling, you can sign up at demand progress. Uh, you know, and, uh, I think it's only like 10 bucks a month. Demand dash demand dash progress. Dash progress. There you go. Thank you, Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 10 bucks a month, pretty good. Uh, very well priced. And like I said, you get, um, uh, over a hundred chapters of progress. I think there's 103 by now. Mm-hmm. Um, I use their app. They have a Chromecast built yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. I've I've got it on my Roku. There you go. Um, I think they have a a, a PS4 and Xbox One app mm-hmm. as well that you can watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you're trying to get into progress, maybe try watching. You can kind of really go about it two ways. You can either you can either watch maybe like the three to five most recent progress ones so that way you're really up to date with what's going on or if you've got a lot of time on your hands and you don't really mind spending it watching wrestling like if you're if you're doing work from home right now um and it doesn't require that you're on the phones or you know doing whatever uh you could always put progress on in the background um you know i've got a nice little setup back here in the studio for when i do work from home Mm -hmm. I, i can i can watch it um 
Yeah, it's 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 really kind of just a good way to spend your time. Yeah, no, I, I recommend uh, best way to get into progress is actually how I got into progress. Mm-hmm. Super Strong Style 16. Yeah. It's a fantastic tournament with a lot of really, really fantastic wrestlers in it. Uh, really high work rate. You get a lot of really great matches. Uh, definitely recommend that. Yeah, I would say, yeah, whether it is you start from chapter one, like I said, start from the first five chapters, or if you do like what Steven says, start watching it. Start watching the Super Strong Style 16 tournaments series. I think there's we're at about five, four, 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 five. I thought it was four. We might be at five now. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. No, yeah, there there, there have been five Super Strong Styles. Well, there you have mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, I can even tell you the winners of all of them. Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that that is it, folks, for today. Um, so, uh, thank you again for tuning into this bonus bonus episode of Headlock Talk. Uh, I am, of course, the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt. Uh, to uh, right across me here, the one, the only, Mister Stephen Grudy. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you for listening, guys. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Uh, subscribe to Headlock Talk today and leave a five-star rating review wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, wherever. And uh, if there is a place for you to leave a rating and review, please give us the full five stars. That's how we can climb up those charts and dominate the wrestling podcast landscape. (laughs) Skadoosh. All right. (laughs) Skadoosh. Um, Well, it's been a pleasure, y'all. We will see you again on next week's bonus episode as well as next week's regular episode. Yep. Yeah. Fun. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We will see you again and do numbers five to one Mm -hmm. next week. So sign up for progress and enjoy the rest of your day. Later, y'all. Bye-bye. become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York.